Thank you for listening to the Martinis and the Macabre podcast. This show contains graphic content and explicit language. It is intended for immature adult audiences. Listener discretion is advised. song birthday song birthday 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 song it's erica's birthday it was yesterday birthday song birthday song music music birthday song i can't do the actual birthday wow. song. It, it's it's owned by uh disney yeah and they don't like that shit they, yeah. don't, they don't like people doing it i didn't realize they were so strict but like they'll sing like a cease and desist and shit well we did it last year yeah we're, we're lucky <laughs> tell you what sorry if you get served kate <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, this is a day after Erica's birthday that we're recording this. Yeah, we were going to record yesterday, but doing the outline took a little longer than expected. And Normally, I would ask, you know, how old you are. I mean, I know how old you are, but um, my mom told me when I was growing up, you never ask a lady how old she is. Yeah, but I don't care. I'm 39. I'm getting fucking old. Old! You crazy kids with your crazy hip hops. I don't feel like next year I'll be 40. It just doesn't seem real. Yeah. I mean, all that gray in your hair. Fuck you, Billy. I'm kidding. You don't have any gray in your hair. And if I did, it would be perfectly fine. Uh, yeah. I haven't colored my hair in a couple of years. Yeah. And I'm surprised that I don't have more gray. <laughs> yeah. Unlike you. I am getting gray. Yeah. It's starting to show, especially in the beard. It's really yeah, starting to show. the beard, the mustache. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It makes me look dignified. Okay. Whatever I got to tell myself. Mm-hmm. I've never looked at you and been like, hmm, that's a dignified man. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only one. Oh. Everybody else is like, damn dignified. And I'm like, damn right, dignified. Wow. Yeah. Did that to an old lady today at Walmart. Mm-hmm. I went by, she's like, dignified. And I was like, bet your fucking ass. That didn't happen at all. Did not happen. Uh-uh. I rarely talk. Yeah. I did see yesterday a woman get out of her car at Walmart, like right out in the front, you know, holding her colostomy bag. Holding it? Holding it. It was a bag. And it was tubes. I don't know if it was colostomy. It was full of urine. And the tube was going from there underneath her shirt. She was holding piss. She probably had a super pubic catheter. Uh, I don't know. Didn't like it. Or an indwelling catheter. One of the two. Whatever it is, uh, she was holding... Yeah, colostomy collects feces. Oh, no. That wasn't it then. Yeah. No. Uh, it was a circular bag. Yeah. And That's a catheter bag. Uh, urine. Mm-hmm. Just Walmart. Just Walmart. Just walking out. Like, yeah. Really? Can't get a fucking duffel bag something? They make bags that hold them. They're called dignity bags. I like the name of those. Yeah. She didn't have it. She wasn't Both. dignified. She, 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 didn't, she, she didn't have a dignity bag, <laughs> and she did not have any dignity. She was not dignified, unlike you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I cover my pee bags up. <laughs> All right, guys. Welcome to Martinis and the Macabre, the podcast where we drunkenly discuss morbid murders, mysteries, and mayhem. My name's Erica. I'm joined by my husband, colostomy and urostomy-free husband, Billy. Dignified. Dignified. Oh, and I feel like we should 
uh, offer an explanation to the pat- patrons. Uh, we haven't got last month's episode out, the patron episode, because, well, our car... People well, are pieces of shit. Erica's car got uh, vandalized, which like a brick through the back window, a brick to the front window. Yeah, I had to replace both of my windows. Yeah. We've been kind of busy. Well, Hundreds of dollars right before Christmas. Thank you, whoever that was. Appreciate I'm it. You, it's, I'm telling you, it's mistaken identity. You it and I are you and I are both on the same page. We have a theory on what's going on. I don't have any enemies that I know of. Yeah. If you guys don't like me, let me know. If you, yeah, let us, <laughs> let us know. You can of, come talk to me. Instead it's of throwing right. brick shit. Yeah, I'm an adult. I think they meant to vandalize your car. They just didn't know it was your car. They've seen somebody who has been in your car or driven your car that you've let somebody borrow. Yeah. That's what it is. They don't know that it's your car. Yeah. I really think they think it was my sister. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't going to say all that, but okay. Yep. She's not that great of a person. I don't have a problem saying that. Yeah. (laughs) She's not her favorite. (laughs) No, 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 no. As we open up more, you'll find that a lot of members of my family I don't care for. (laughs) Me either. But yeah, that's an apology to all the patrons. It's we've it's been hectic here. Yeah, with the holidays, yeah, and so I was sick last month, and then this bullshit. Thanksgiving, and then the vandalism, and so this month we're going to put out two. Yep, we're going to record one right after this, and Actually, then yeah, we'll record another one probably fucking tomorrow. I don't know, I don't whatever know. you want. Sometime later this week, we'll get it out. All right, guys. So. I'm looking forward to this one. This one's fun. Yes, it is. I like this type of stuff. For this week's episode, we are covering something that I personally have wanted to cover for a long time. And it's only fitting that we are finally diving in because Billy and I are really behind the curve and are only this week starting to watch Game of Thrones. And, uh... <laughs> yeah. It's never been the kind of show we would typically get into. Yeah, like like people would ask me at work, you know, they're like, did you see the latest episode of Game of Thrones? I'm like, what the fucking dragon show? <laughs> and they're like it's not a drag yeah that like, no I haven't even seen one fucking episode and they gave me the same look that people give me whenever I tell them I haven't seen one Star Wars mm-hmm. you know but I mean I didn't think I would like Breaking Bad and it turned out to be one of my favorite shows but let me let me go ahead and put it out there because everybody's like you're gonna love it you're gonna love it you're gonna love it it's it, Game of Thrones is okay it's good but like we watched what three episodes now? Yeah, it's not come all over myself. Good, like yeah. people are people really hyped it up a bit much. I was like, okay, yeah. I think maybe once it gets further into maybe the storyline, I guess. I mean, it's good. I, yeah. I'm curious as to what happens. I wouldn't kick it out of bed for eating crackers, but I wouldn't bring it home to mom and dad. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's okay. It's well, like the same thing with Breaking Bad. I, I I finally watched all of Breaking Bad. Yeah, he I was t- like, he stuck to his end of the bargain. Man of my word. <laughs> and, I, and I was done watching. I was like, huh, like. It was good, but if I never watched one episode in my whole entire life, I'd still be fine. Like, it didn't change anything. But that's how I felt about Boardwalk Empire. Yeah. Where, meanwhile, yeah. Boardwalk Empire, I'm like, you've got to see this fucking show. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, well, it's okay. It's good, though. We've heard so much good about it that we thought we'd give it a try years later. Yes, we know. Uh, while we had a week off together. Woo! Because Billy's no longer at the liquor store. I'm not. I'm a free agent. No more liquor store. I know. It's weird. And I had put in for vacation this week anyway, so it worked out great. Yeah, it worked out perfectly. Even though I still took one of those days back to help out my co-workers. Which was good. I was so sick of seeing you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just kidding. (laughs) 
I was talking to somebody before I left work. I was talking to somebody about that. There, I was like, I wonder, like, how many days into it, where I'm like, I wish this bitch would get out of the fucking house for ten minutes, like, because we, we, we're not used to being around each other for so yeah. long. Like, I wonder, like, day by day three, we're like, I'm gonna kill this bitch. <laughs> yeah, we. I don't remember us ever having like a whole week no, together ever. Yeah, but it's been fun. Mm-hmm. Yay! So, in the spirit of Game of Thrones, yeah, we we've. Got the scoop on all the Middle Ages methods of devices and torture for this week's episode. <laughs> Chain rattle. I don't know if Game of Thrones really takes place in the Middle Ages or not, or if it's some other realm. I don't know. Like Middle Earth or some but shit. But it seemed fitting for this. So, good times, right? Yeah. Okay, let's get into it. Let's talk about some evil devices of torture to start things off. Kicking it off. And then we're going to cut that foot off that kicked it <laughs> we're going to start with one that most people have probably heard of the rack whenever i hear that i always think of ribs think of boobs Ooh, we me and you have different <laughs> she's got a nice rack and I, that's what i don't like ribs that much and you love ribs I and love ribs. i love boobs it's weird that <laughs> you and i both think something the opposite that's weird yeah well no one actually knows when or where this device comes from you have a nice rack thank you it's rather large and in charge. Yep. No one really knows where it comes from, but some of the earliest examples are from Greece, dating back to 328 BC. Now, the rack consists of a rectangular wooden frame similar to a wooden table that has a roller either at just one end of the table or it can have it at both. At one end is a fixed bar to which the legs of the tortured would be fastened if they've got just the one roller on the end. And the other end having a movable bar where the hands were tied to. So the victim's legs were shackled to one end and their outstretched arms would be shackled to the other. And the way the rack was used was that once the victim slash criminal, whatever you want to call them. Victim. Just victim. Yeah. The way they were shackled to the table's ends by rollers, uh, the torturer would turn the handle or handles, tightening the ropes attached to the shackles, essentially pulling the person's body completely taut. After enough tension, the victim's arms and legs would begin to dislocate. You know, the one thing I've noticed about the rack is... It's horrible? Yeah. Is <laughs> there has to be that one point where it feels amazing. Mm-hmm. That, for that one second, you're like... It'd be ah. great for me. Like you, like, you get that pop in the back. You're like, there it is. Oh, God, I've been sleeping <laughs> weird. Oh, man. And then you're like, okay, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> Be great for me with my back problems. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for a second. For a second. Then it's going to create a lot of back problems. As the arms and legs would begin to dislocate, it would create a loud cracking sound caused by the snapping of ligaments, tendons, and or bones. And if the torturer were so inclined... If he wanted. If, you know... If he was feeling lucky that day... Yeah, if he wasn't busy. They know? could keep turning the crank to the point that the extremities would just be completely pulled off the torso. Just pop the fuck off. Well, you're gonna you gonna keep going there, Frank. Yeah, my wife didn't pack my lunch. I might as well just fucking work through this. Yeah, we're, you, I'll catch up with you guys later. Mm-hmm. Go we're, ahead. Ah! <laughs> the guy's screaming. And he's like, well, "We're going. We're going to subway. I'll buy." No, no I, I don't. Want, I don't want to have to owe you anything. It's cool. I, <laughs> thank you. I appreciate. Please it. get me off of this. <laughs> it hurts. Oh, don't worry, sir. You'll be done in a minute. <laughs> I got it. So the technique was typically used as a way to extract confessions. But if you didn't confess, that meant that the torturer could keep on cranking. 
Sometimes this method of torture would be used on someone while another person watched as a method of psychological fear. Many of the Knights Templar were said to have been tortured by this method, and it said that the limbs collected from this and other punishments around this time period were, quote, emptied by the hundreds, end quote. You know, it sucked to be the guy that, I mean, of course, that loses their limbs. The guy that's on the rack, yeah, but the guy who's next, Mm -hmm. who's watching, he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, no. That would really suck. I wouldn't do well. I'd be like, okay, uh, whatever you want to know, I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now. Mm-hmm. Just don't do this to me. In fact, if you could stop doing it to him, that'd be really that'd be really cool. Well, sometimes this was only used to dislocate some limbs that could be set back in place. We're going to torture you until you can't stand the pain anymore, and then we'll put everything back. Maybe we'll do it again tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be easier on me when I'm cranking, because it's already loose. Yeah, loose, <laughs> loosey-goosey. Just hope I don't stub my toe or step on a Lego tomorrow, because I'll take it out on you. But further versions in the late Middle Ages included some new variants. Many had spikes that would penetrate the victim's back, often lending to added physical pain as well as the psychological fear of being handicapped by paralysis. So even if you thought, hey, they can stop before my arms are ripped off, then you think, well, what if they don't stop before these spikes cut into my spine and I'm paralyzed? That's a hard Wednesday, that's for sure. Yeah, or Tuesday or Friday or any day, really. I'm not a fan. Monday would be the worst, because Mondays suck as it is. Yeah. I was like, God, and this too? Fuck. Oh, Everyone hates Mondays. Everybody does. Yeah. Especially Garfield. Totally. Yeah. But he loves lasagna. No. I had a, somebody I worked with uh, met Jim Davis. Cool. He lives in our town. Didn't know if we told you guys that. I don't know that. if he actually lives here, he but lives... like his studio and stuff is here. No, he lives Paws here. Paws Inc. Isn't that it? I think, but like he, uh, he's retired. He sold all that. Really? Yeah. And um, he went to a country club, and my buddy works at the country club, and he's like, yeah. He said, uh, you wouldn't know it to look at him. He is a multi, 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 multi millionaire. Mm-hmm. He said, you would not know it. He's just down to earth. You know, he'll, he'll, he's Well, like, that's how your former boss was, yeah. too. She's a millionaire. Yeah. He was like. Sweetest woman you could ever meet. <laughs> she's the best. Well, he said, I was like, yeah, what kind of sandwiches you got? Like, it, he's just like very, like, just. Him and I think his wife was there, like, just very neat, down-earth people. It's so weird that our little town has him, has Bob Ross, we had David Letterman. Mm-hmm. Strange. Uh, it's just Muncie to us. Just yeah, yeah. What is it, Armed and Famous or something? Shit like mm-hmm. that. that. That too. Mm-hmm. You guys still need to find that. I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere. Somewhere. You can see our city in all its glory. Oh, and on dope. Meth heads and crack horse galore. And on dope. Yeah, and on dope. This should be, like... Our slogan should be like Muncie. We're at the complete opposite ends of the spectrum on TV. <laughs> our, our 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 slogan should be like Muncie. We're having a ball. No, you keep stepping on me. As seen on TV, but it has like the big starburst next to on the sign. So like <laughs> Muncie, as seen on TV. Yeah, our town's shitty now. <laughs> we went from Jim Davis and Bob Ross to Doth. <laughs> Well, the next method we're going to talk about is the chair of torture, otherwise known as the iron chair. There are many varieties of this torture device, but all of them share the same quality. Spikes. Lots and lots of spikes, covering the armrest, seat, leg rest, and foot rest. The amount of spikes could range anywhere from 500 to 1500. That sounds familiar, like in a movie. I want to say Sleepy Hollow. Maybe. 
It's been years since I've seen that movie. I think it was Sleepy Hollow. Like in a flashback, he got his mother was an Iron Maiden, I think. And it opened up and it showed blood coming out. And his mom, and he's like a little boy. He's like, ah! And he jumped back and his hands landed on the, the spikes on an arm. And then now, like, he has got little dots for scars on his hands. Mm. I think that's it. I think that's it. Okay. Uh, so, um, in all of your research, or let's get, let's stop the bullshit right now. Mm-hmm. Did you do the pit of despair from The Princess Bride? No. I'm fucking done. Just turn, just unplug the fucking mic. God <laughs> damn it. I've seen that movie once. I don't get you. I don't get you. It's the best movie ever made. Go ahead. You ever seen E.T.? No. Yeah. All right. Shut up. Fair enough. <laughs> In order to avoid movement of the tortured, their arms were either tied to the chair or two bars pushed against the arms, down against the armrests, in order for the spikes to penetrate their flesh even further. Well, I mean, how bad would it be? Because you see people on like a bed of nails all the time. If they're Depends just... on how far apart the spikes are. That's why I said the amount of spikes could vary so when the, the fewer it has would be more painful yeah, i got that but what about the one with 1500 spikes on it when that just was like regular sitting on a regular chair that's a little uncomfortable well there's different variants like i, I said okay so you had that and then some versions had an opening in the seat portion and it wasn't for shitting it was so that hot coals could be placed under the victim's buttocks causing severe burns as they're being impaled by all these spikes. And if you need to poop, go ahead. It probably won't smell very good. Cooked poo? No. In another version, <sighs> weights were applied to the victim's legs and feet, forcing their limbs further down the spikes. And there was one special version that had spikes on the headrest. The person doing the torturing could then push the victim's head against them for some added pain. It's really a contradiction in terms. Spikes, headrest. Mm-hmm. Not really restful. Mm-hmm. Or armrest or footrest, yeah. You know, with the hole cut in the seat, it reminded me of, um, oh, guys, whoa, what is it, guys? A toilet. Oh, no, it's, it's uh, Casino Royale, James Bond, the Daniel Craig James Bond, mm-hmm. the good one. It, they cut the, he was being tortured and they cut a hole out in the seat and uh, the, the bad guy took a, like a knotted rope, big knot. He like like you know swishing it in the air and stuff and went, like he was bowling right underneath that going right for the his, scrope right in his nuts and it was funny because like that that James Bond is the best because not he, Sean Connery no when he got hit he would scream out in pain but he'd go yeah do it again do it harder yeah yeah so he was trying to show like this <laughs> like what you're doing is not it's not gonna change anything mm. I was like hey, you're fucking cool dude <laughs> one hit. Actually, just threaten me with the hit. Yeah. I'd be like, I'll tell you everything just, you want to know. Just tap it. Just give it a little tap. Just give it a little tap, <laughs> tap, 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 I'll tell you everything I know. <laughs> oh, I just shit my pants. Well, because none of the spikes were placed where they would penetrate any vital organs, because you notice I didn't say they were on the back of the chair, so they wouldn't come through the torso, the time of death could take hours or even days. The spikes would puncture the flesh, and then stay there, essentially closing the wound and decreasing the amount of blood loss. And I'm willing to bet that a lot of people would end up dying from sepsis before they even got close to bleeding out. Uh, so it was a long, drawn-out, painful yeah, death. I mean, blood loss while you're in the chair? I because the spike is in the hole it's and in it's the plugging hole. It's it. It's plugging it, yeah. So you're not going to bleed out nearly as quick as if someone just stabs you a bunch of times. Yeah. Which Billy has told me if you ever ask stab someone, what are you going to do, hun? i I'm going to say stab when I do it. 
Every time. Every 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 stab, I'm go stab 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 stab. <laughs> and they'd be like, "Why? Because it's fun." They're stab gonna, stab 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 stab. They're gonna die giggling. <laughs> they're, gonna, they're gonna be stabbed. i like, "Stab stab stab stab." They're like, <laughs> "What are you doing, you?" <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen that's, at all. That's probably what's gonna happen. I, I think this was, and, and my and my you can't pick your serial killer name, but mine would be the stabby stabber. <laughs> stabby stabber. The stabby stabber strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> and it would be totally, totally like serious stuff too. You know, I'd be like, "Do you know why I'm here?" No. Stab, 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 stab. Okay. When you get to hell, tell him Stabby Stabber sent you. Stab, 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 stab. Wow. All right, moving on. Oh. <laughs> You're cracking your own self oh, up. Oh, God, I am elated. Mm-hmm. Oh, I should do that with my everyday life. They just announced shit I'm doing. Like, if I ever got in a fight, I'd be like, all right. Left jab, left jab. <laughs> punch, punch, punch. Right punch, 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 punch. <laughs> 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 boop, 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 boop. <laughs> well, moving on. Judo chop. <laughs> Similar to the Iron Chair is the Iron Maiden, which many people have heard of. And we're not going to spend too much time on. Instead of being in a chair covered in spikes, an Iron Maiden was, was like... a band covered in awesome. Put them in the Iron Maiden. Excellent. What's Execute it? them. What's that? Bogus. What? Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, Where the fuck God, were you? I haven't seen that in so long. <laughs> but um, it was like an upright mummy sarcophagus with a hinged front that was covered on the interior with spikes. It said that the spikes were not intended to actually pierce the victim as long as they stood perfectly still. If they leaned to one side or the other, the front or the back, then it would be pokey pokey time. Stab, 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 stab. But the problem with this device is that it can't really be proven that it was even used in the Middle Ages. It can only be traced back to the 19th century, and it's thought that it was possibly used more for exhibition rather than torture. I was kind of let down by that. I was like, oh. For when you want to show off your Iron Maiden skills. They really think that it was just, they put it up like, hey, look at this mean old thing. But it wasn't really yeah. used. You you guys keep it in line or or, or you're going to visit this, this little doohickey. But. And I tell you what, it's a hard day when you get in one. But there was one that was used. It's very similar. Steve's Iron Maiden. Yes. <laughs> Steve was a bastard. He was. No, it's a Chinese Iron Maiden which was first used in the Ming Dynasty. It also looked like an upright sarcophagus that was made of brass or iron, but this Iron Maiden could be used with or without spikes because those weren't the main form of torture. The device was on a raised platform and had a grated bottom. The victim would be locked in and water was poured over hot coals that were underneath the grating. This created plumes of steam, slowly killing them by steaming them to death. Man. They, re- they really had a thing for hot coals. I wonder if they were gooey. Ew. Ew. They melted. Ew. Which is, I told Noah Day we were talking about hairless cats. And I was like, hairless cats look like cats that are melting. They're cute. Oh, God. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. Oh, no, no, no. No. What if you had alopecia and you were bald and no hair was on you? I'd live with it. But if somebody told me I was cute, I'd be like, really? Have you seen me? 
I wouldn't say you look like you're melting. No, well, I wouldn't, but their skin looks like they're melting. I can picture a hairless cat hissing. That's what all like animals look like under their fur. Yeah, but they have fur. We don't have to see it. <laughs> so you're holding that against them? They can't help that. Well, I, I haven't seen a hairless cat and be like, oh, look at you. I'm going to name you not Tiger. Because tigers have fur. <laughs> That's the lamest name yeah. ever. <laughs> well, this next one was purely for the ladies. All right. The breast this ripper. Ladies' night. And I'm feeling it. Oh, go ahead. The breast ripper. Or the spider. These devices were used on women who were accused of breaking the law, generally either for being an adulterer or having had an abortion. It almost looks like tongs with a pair of spikes on each side facing inward. Like clamping down. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Quaid. Turn on the reactor. So... What would happen is the ripper would be heated, clamped onto a woman's breast, and the breast would then be ripped off or shredded. Ow. Oh, man. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Another version of this, the spider, was a claw-like apparatus that was attached to a wall. The woman's breast would be hooked onto the claws, and she would then be pulled away from the wall, ripping off her breasts. (laughs) and yet another version existed as well spiked bars would be attached along a wall and the woman would be dragged across them basically grating and shredding her breast until they would be pulled off completely Ah. Ah. (laughs) not my boobies no No, not her boobies (laughs) yeah that's Oh, thank you. I don't like it. Mm -mm. All right. The saw was a form of execution meant to torture the victim with extreme pain before their death. Oh, this one's a hard no. I know about this one. The person being executed would be strung up by their ankles, leaving them hanging upside down. This is very Ed Gein. A large saw was brought out, and the executioner or executioners, if it was a double executioners. Yeah, it it looks like a two-man job. Yeah would begin sawing through the victim, starting at the groin and working their way down towards the head. Now, see, the thing is, though, is once you reach a certain point, they're dead. Well, because they were upside down, a great deal of blood would be kept in the head and chest, which kept the victim alive much longer. Uh, well, shock. They would usually pass out or die when it got to, like, their midsection. Oh, God. So that's still, like, a good 12 to 18 inches before they'd be done and be like, nope, I'm tapping out. Bye, guys. <laughs> yeah, pretty rough. This next device was used a lot during the Spanish Inquisition. The knee splitter sounds pretty self-explanatory. The end goal was to split someone's knee. It was made with two pieces of wood covered in sharpened spikes, one row of spikes for each side of the knee with a pin on each that connected the two pieces. As the pin was turned, the two pieces were forced tighter together until eventually the spikes would split the knee, effectively crippling the victim. That's not fun. That's not fun at all. I mean, Mm. I couldn't... The knee is... You'd probably be lucky back in those times to even save the bottom of that leg, because it'd probably get infected. God. Just guessing. 
fucking kneecap. Oh. Mm, mm-hmm, no, mm-hmm. thank you to that. Nope, 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 nope. Our next torture method was used as a form of execution. Because you can't just kill someone. You have to make them suffer first. By boiling them. Yeah, see, there's some types of torture that you know that they won't die. But this was like, no, uh, we know the end game on this one. Mm-hmm. You're not coming back from this one. Yeah. So it's like, not only are you going to die, you're going to die hard. Yeah. <laughs> this was declared a legal form of capital punishment in England in 1532. It was used for murderers who used poison, counterfeiters, coin forgers, and swindlers. I don't know why all those were lumped together and why it had to specifically be poisoners, but that's what they did. A large cauldron would be filled with water, oil, tar, tallow, or even molten lead, which would then be boiled. If they wanted the person to die quickly, they would be lowered down into the boiling liquid head first. But if they wanted them to suffer, they would be put in the cauldron before it was heated, causing them to cook slowly as the temperature of the liquid would rise. Again. They'd begin boiling along with what was in the cauldron. Again. There'd be that one second where you're like, oh, this is nice. It's like a hot tub. Uh, Gonna gonna get get in the hot tub. tub. But then like two seconds later, you're like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. uh, 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 Time out. out, Time out. out. I don't want this. (laughs) I don't know how they'd keep them in there. I wonder if they put like a grate over the top to hold them in there or if they were tied up first. There's an executioner with a black hood on who's holding a knife. He'll go stabby, stabby. (laughs) And they go, okay, okay. I'd be like, stab. Do it. (laughs) Make this end. Here, here's my neck. Cut it. There you go. Damn, that molten lead thing. You'd be gone quick, I think. What? I'm giving the Terminator thumbs up. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You are. (laughs) As he's lowered into the molten lead at the end of T2. (laughs) Did I tell you that in Mortal Kombat 11, what he says, after he knocks somebody out or whatever? After he, like, if he does, like, a special move, every character will say something cocky. Uh Uh-huh. It does that. It'll go, I see now why you cry. I was like, ha, 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 that's cool. <laughs> it's a great movie. It really is because. Sorry, documentary. We spoke about it the other night and it, you're, you're hard pressed to find a sequel that's better than the original. Mm-hmm. And Terminator 2, ter- the first Terminator is amazing, but mm-hmm. the second one, wow. Yeah. Ever since then, I can't really think of a sequel that's better than the original. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jason, maybe. Friday the 13th, maybe. I'd have to go back and watch all those again. It's been so long since I've seen them. I don't know. Hey, if, if you snuggle buddies can think of one, let us know, because I'm drawing the blank. Yeah. All right. Wax work, too, but that's not accounting for quality. Go ahead. Never saw that one. Yeah, that's better than the first one. So moving on, the opposite of this was also used for torture before death. Freezing. Well, was that so bad? People... Wait until I tell you what I happens. mean, people want to cryogenically freeze themselves. No, no, no. no. It's voluntary. Not, it's not like that. If a person was sentenced to death in the middle of winter, they were often made to stand outside naked in the cold in full view of the town. The executioner would then begin pouring water over the victim's head, leading to a very slow and painful death as their head would freeze. Damn. From the outside in. Very much like Saw 3, the chick that's in the showers that's freezing and it's spraying on her. And she just gets layer of ice after layer of ice after layer of ice put on her. It kind of makes me think of, there's this movie, um, it's on Netflix right now. Uh, I think it's called Snowpiercer. Mm-hmm. And it's like a post-apocalyptic, It's the, the movie's actually not that bad. 
it's like post-apocalyptic. The whole world's frozen over, and survivors are on a train that's not stopping. And like the front of the train is the rich people, the back of the train is the poor people. And they did somebody did something that was wrong, and their punishment was uh, they had there's a porthole that's sealed, and they sat him down and they undid the porthole. They put his arm out there and locked it in for like your punishment is two minutes. It reminds you know. me of Unit Seven Thirty One. Yeah, where they freeze the appendages and then hit them. That's what they did with that guy. Was they pulled his arm out and they put his arm on the table and the guy fucking shattered it with a fucking hammer. Yeah, I think I think you're not just succumbing to the cold. You're actually being frozen because the water's being poured on you and it's creating a sheet of ice after sheet of ice, and that would just be. I mean, think how cold your fingers get and they start to hurt. But yeah. imagine it being encased in ice. You know, and I sound like such a wuss, but I could I could withstand any amount of cold until my toes go numb. Then I'm then I'm just in hell. No, I hate all of it. I hate winter in every aspect. Never liked it. Hate it. It's stupid. There's, you need to live in the tropics. There's a sequel that I didn't even think of that I feel stupid about now. The Dark Knight with Heath Ledger's Joker. That's better than the that's better than Batman Begins. Sorry, yeah. it is. Yeah. That's one of them. I have to agree. All right. So, sometimes these people's bodies would just be left out for the whole winter for the entire town to see as a lesson to other potential criminals. This frozen, maybe shattered body just laying there all winter. Do they do that, like, because they're lazy or because... No, it was a lesson. Like, hey, see what this person did? See what happened to him? There you go. Don't do that shit. Yeah. This will happen to you. Be cool, dude. Be Mm -hmm. cool. The wooden horse, also known as the wooden pony or the Spanish donkey. I like all of those names. Was a long wooden beam shaped into a triangle. (gasps) Oh, yeah. With the top edge often sharpened. I'm over here thinking it's an actual fucking horse. Hmm? I'm over here thinking it's a horse-shaped thing. No, 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 no. I think Trojan horse, you know. Yeah, no. It's not. The victim, usually a woman was forced to sit on the top edge, straddling the beam with the sharpened edge along their genitals and ass. Weights were then added to each of their ankles to keep them from falling off, which also put more pressure on their crotches and pushed the sharp edge in further. Their genitals would often end up splitting in half and left many either unable to walk normally or with lifelong pain. Oh my god. Could you imagine, well, I mean, because you're, you're a woman, like, if that happened and you lived through it and everything, every time you pee, you wipe, ah, that would be, that would be, that would be Just rough. the fact that it would split that, that tendon that runs across your pubic bone, because I've pulled that when I was pregnant with Noah, and how painful that was, I, oh, oh my god, it would be awful. Yeah, no thank you to that. Mm-mm, I don't like it. Mm. <clears throat> A similar device to this was used on both sexes equally. The Judas cradle was pyramid-shaped rather than triangular, and the point at the tip of the pyramid was sharpened. I don't like this. I don't like this already. The victim will be lowered onto the device from above with the use of ropes, and their vagina, scrotum, or anus could be aimed onto the sharp point. Their nether regions would slowly be impaled on the point, and torturers could raise and lower them numerous times as they tried to extract confession or information. So they'd take you off of it, lower you back down to the point again. That reminds me of... Bring it up. Let you down. 
an episode of Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. I don't know if you remember the one with the magician. And they, it's funny, but you know, they, it's kind of the same thing, but it was, his, his ass was on the pyramid and the pyramid was like motorized and the pyramid spun and he's chained mm-hmm. up, you know, and, and what's funny is like, he's just like, I forget the name of, I forget the name of the, it's Henry Zabrowski. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his fucking name, but, um, he was like, hey, before I jam these uh, like swords up your ass so how did you do all those magic tricks and he was like he was like oh misdirection and he said that behind him mm-hmm. and he was like how did you do that and he looked up and another, another demon was getting tortured so he like swapped mm-hmm. him out in the magic trick it was pretty mm-hmm. it was cool it made me think of that yeah this was pretty rough yeah so you know they l- raise him up lower him down and they could just do this over and over again as much as they wanted or let them sit there and just slide further down onto that point. Yuck. So it could take hours to days for a victim to die. And it wasn't always from blood loss or internal injuries. The Judas Cradle was never washed. So infection took its fair share of victims. Yep. Yeah, um, it's probably you, got poo all over it. I can tell you right now there's at least one OSHA violation in that. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think they're going to prove Nope. nope. Next is one of our favorites, The Brazen Bull. That sucks. I saw that in a movie. The Immortals. The, they put like three women in a brazen bull. The Immortals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it, it came out uh, a little bit after 300. 300, <laughs> 300 stole, stole the show. And they put uh, Mickey Rourke's in it and that one guy and that one girl. And they did things. Thanks but, for being specific about that. Pretty much just wrapped up the whole movie. <laughs> Spoiler alert. God, Billy. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> it's an okay movie. But yeah, they have put like three women in a brazen bull and you can hear them screaming and stuff and the smoke was coming out of the news. Well, this device dates back to ancient Greece. See? It was, and it's a like a Greek movie. Yeah. It was literally a huge hollow bull sculpture made of brass. There was a door on the side to allow a victim to be put inside. Once inside, a fire was lit under the bull, heating the metal and essentially roasting the person inside. A complex tube system was created within the bull that made the victim's screams sound like the bellowing of a bull. Once the person was thoroughly cooked, the door on the side was popped open so the remains could be removed. And I did read in one source that they said that after that happened, the bones were so white and clean that they would use them to make jewelry. You know, it sucked to be that first guy in there because he'd be screaming and stuff and nobody would think about the tubing system. You know, mm-hmm. you got like the emperor or the Caesar or whatever, you know, and he's just like, you know, I like it, but can we do something with like the sound to make it sound like a bull? I don't want to hear like, oh, mommy, oh, mommy. I want to hear like, can you do that? That's exactly how a bull sounds. And they're like, burr, 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 like burr. oh, we're sorry, my lord. We cannot do that. And he's like, oh, I understand. I understand. Let me go and bring my general up. And the general will come up. He'd be like, stab, 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 stab. And actually, the guy that created it for, I can't remember if it was a emperor or whatever, he actually had him put in the bull. That's fucked up. <laughs> to test it out. They pulled him out before it killed him, but then he just pushed him off a cliff. He was like, this is Sparta, bitch. Or something like that. That's the most whack-ass episode of Shark Tank I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) 
He's like, I like what you're doing. You're going places. Bye. <laughs> do you stand by this product, Chuck? 100%. I do. I do. All right. All right. So do you go in through the ass or what? Oh, no. Just open up this latch right here. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and just get in that. <laughs> Sorry? Get in the fucking bowl. Oh. Bring in the logs. Let's start a fire, guys. <laughs> Let's get this place a popping. Oh, we're going to need to get somebody in there. Oh, excellent, excellent emperor. Who would it be? Well, fresh out of prisoners, and you're here. <laughs> you know, inside that bowl, he'd be like, he had it like for a minute, be like, stupid, stupid, stupid. God, why am, I'm a victim of my own why genius. I, why couldn't I just make tables? <laughs> I could have just made a cabinet. Why couldn't I make the string they used to lace up their fucking ankles with those sandals that are fucking ridiculous? Why couldn't I do that? <laughs> no, I had to go and impress my girlfriend. Now look at it. <laughs> oh, it looks like it works pretty good. I just gotta get some... Oh, thank you, thank you. I just gotta go get some air. You'll find a lot of air down there. Boosh! <laughs> just On to the head crusher, which pretty much explains exactly what it does. This device contained a domed headpiece that was attached to a rung that fit under the victim's chin. I'm starting to get a real saw vibe here. This one also had a pin that could be turned, tightening the grip on the victim's chin and skull. Eventually, the pressure would become so great that teeth would shatter, then bones would begin to snap and crack, followed by eyes and brains oozing out of any opening that they could find. Yummy. Yeah. People are fucked up. Yeah. That's what really sucks about us. About humans. Mm -hmm. You know, animals kill each other and that's that. Yeah, they don't torture each other. Not only do we kill each other, but we kill the fuck out of each other. Yeah. Make you feel every bit of it. Lions just get a participation trophy. We fucking do it. (laughs) Next, we're going to talk about the breaking wheel. Also known as the Catherine wheel or the execution wheel. Why is it called the Catherine wheel? Probably some queen. This was used a lot in Germany in the Middle Ages and was an incredibly painful form of torture to endure before death. Is death the end game on the... It is. On the breaking wheel? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I said, some of them aren't. Some of them, like the uh, seat with spikes, you could live the rest Mm -hmm. of your life. You'd have... You'd have interesting dinner conversations. Good party, good party starter, like mm-hmm. a good opener. Yeah. You know, like, oh, baby, I bet Way to break the ice. Bet you're wondering why I'm walking like this, <laughs> you know, type of thing. But so, and some of them are meant to, like, yeah, at the end, you're going to fucking die. Yeah. This was one of them. Well, a criminal would be pinned or tied to the ground with wooden cross pieces placed strategically under the major joints of the body. So they'd be pinned down and there'd be like a rod here, rod at the wrist, something that would hold that joint stable Uh under them. And this would include the wrist, shoulders, knees, ankles, hips, anywhere they could get it. shoulders, knees, and toes. Knees Knees and toes. toes. And it would be placed under each of these areas. And then the executioner would begin taking an iron-enhanced wheel and smashing it down on the joints that have been raised with the pieces of wood. Essentially, starting in the legs and working his way up. Goodbye, shoulders, knees, and toes. Knees and toes. (laughs) Bones would begin to crush and shatter, making the extremities flaccid and able to bend and contort in unnatural ways. I bet. Those limp extremities were then woven through the spokes of the wheel, and the wheel was then erected on a pole similar to crucifixion. 
Because at this point, why the fuck not? So the onlookers could watch the person slowly succumb to their injuries, exposure, thirst, or a combination of the three. Sometimes, though, the executioner was allowed to strangle the person with a garrote or decapitate them, and other times the victim was set on fire. For when you really want to impress your boss. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. You want to go above and beyond. (laughs) Like, okay, what's on the uh, schedule today? That's the breaking wheel. We got three people. All right, all right, let's just set them up. Uh, just give them the briefing. Tell them what's going to happen. Oh, management's coming down today. What? All right. My time to shine. All right. <laughs> you know how I said I've been wanting to get promoted? You have, Steve. You have. I'm going to set that bitch on fire. <laughs> Steve, what? Watch this shit. And then I'm going to decapitate them while they're on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I hope you had fun calling me Steve. Next week, it's going to be Sir, because I'm about to knock their fucking socks off. <laughs> well, next. <laughs> How was work, honey? Uh, Steve's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. What happened today? We need a new, we need a new breaking wheel. I need a drink. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's bad when the executioner comes home. He's like, I need a drink. I saw uh-huh. some shit today. All right, let's talk about the pair of anguish now. I don't want to talk about the pair of anguish. This was a pear-shaped device whose four leaves would slowly separate from each other as a screw at the top was turned. But but but, as a screw at the top was turned, it was meant to go into an orifice, whether it be a mouth, vagina, or an anus, and then opened up to stretch the orifice. It's kind of reminiscent of a speculum. Except that instead of gently stretching and open and opening evenly all the way around, the pointed leaves were at the end of the device that would be farthest into that orifice, doing much deeper damage as it opened. So sometimes it was used to muffle people so they couldn't talk. If you were accused of sodomy or being an adulterer, then they'd put it in one of the lower orifices and just crank it open. <sighs> like the, the Demogorgon's face. Blah. Like that. Yeah. Exactly like that. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. You guys can picture it, right? You've all seen Stranger Things, right? Right. Jimmy Gorgon's face when it opens up like a flower's petals. That's what it did on the inside. Remember that one costume that guy had? Mm-hmm. Or he, it was on his hand mm-hmm. and he would... Was yeah. Cool. Okay. Oh, that's cool. We go off on so many fucking side tangents. Yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Strapado is a method of torture in which the victim's hands are tied behind their back. And they are suspended by a rope tied to their wrists. Hands tied behind your back and then tied to a rope that's holding you by your wrists Ah. behind you. That's no fun. This put an incredible stress on the shoulders due to their body weight pulling against their unnatural position. I would have been able to endure it for a few minutes. A second or two, maybe? No, I mean, because uh, that's something that we used to do in karate and jiu-jitsu is we would have to put our... Somebody would stand behind us. Yeah, that's a stretch. That's not your I'm whole saying, body I'm weight. saying, but we, I was able to do it pretty damn far. It's, that's my point I'm getting is, at some point, like, the executioner would be like, damn, crank it up to 10 on this guy. It, it would, <laughs> you know, like, I would stand there and be like, all right, um, I have a feeling this is supposed to be hurting. Are you guys doing, is this your first day? <laughs> this ain't my first day, I'm Steve. You're Steve? <laughs> oh, fuck, you're going to set me on fire. <laughs> Well, sometimes additional weights would be added to increase the intensity of the pain or the level of damage to the shoulders. This would almost always lead to dislocation of the shoulders, and if left to continue hanging, 
would ultimately lead to death within just an hour or two. Strapato sounds like something in a kitchen. Just really. the, the shock of it. Sounds like something you'd have in a kitchen. I'm going to take our freshly rolled and pressed pasta and put it in a strapato for 10 minutes, not 11. You'll overcook it. <laughs> it sounds like something you'd have in a kitchen. Strapato, you know. <laughs> it's a me, a Mario. Mario. <laughs> Next is one I had never heard of until researching this episode. Pitch capping. This was used a lot by the British military in the 1798 rebellion against suspected Irish rebels. I wonder how many people in England right now that are listening to this, they're like, why aren't they mentioning pitch capping? That's, yeah. our, that's our thing. <laughs> I can't believe this is going to be. Have another, you ever heard of it? No. Yeah, I hadn't either. This is going to be another fucking podcast where we're not going to get mentioned. This is just say they're like, oh, yes. <laughs> pitch capping. Pitch capping. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Pitch is a substance similar to tar or asphalt that was used to seal and waterproof seams of ships in this time period. As a form of torture, a victim would be tied up and made immobile and would have heated pitch poured onto the scalp through a conical-shaped cap. So they'd have this cap on there, they'd pour it in, and it would go in over their scalp. Okay. Kind of like an upside-down funnel. Yeah. Okay. It was allowed to cool completely... And was then ripped off the person's <gasps> head. Like a scab? Taking hair and pieces of scalp with it. Oh man, no. Fucking thank you to that. Yeah. This is done with other hot liquids that would solidify when cooled as well. And it could be poured in orifices when you really wanted to have a good time. I'd be the lighthearted executioner. I'd be the lighthearted torturer. I'd be like, okay, today we're using wax. Everybody else <laughs> is using like asphalt. I'm like, we're doing wax. <laughs> Can I just peel that off my head like glue? Dried glue? Next will be dried glue. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they put it in an orifice, that usually led to death, so it wasn't typically done that way if they intended for the victim to live. This was just sheer torture. Rip your fucking scalp off. Yeah, be like, I used glue. And then like they're like, oh, you haven't met Steve, have you? <laughs> Steve trained me. Here, Steve's let me show fucked you. Up. He's coming back from vacation. You should probably get your shit together. <laughs> <laughs> well, the last one we're going to talk about this episode is rat torture. Ick, ick, And ick. by rat torture, I don't mean you just hold a rat up to the face of someone who has an intense fear of rodents. Rat torture is I don't the... think any of us were thinking that. I'm sure somebody was. Uh-huh. See, I got a rat. You scared? <laughs> Rat, 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 rat. <laughs> Have it hanging by the tail. Scared now? Scared? Ooh, it's going to touch you. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. No, rat torture is the process of making rats tear through a victim's body. This was accomplished by first restraining the victim by tying them to the ground or some structure on their back. Did you know in movies where they do this so mm-hmm. type of rat torture or whatever... Do you know what they put on the person? Hmm. PB. Peanut butter. Rats like it. Rats love peanut butter. Hmm. And of course, all those rats. It doesn't. All those rats, are, people are allergic. It's, it's so good. I don't good. care. I don't care for it. I'm sorry for you. It's so good. But um, the rats, of course, are all clean and they're, you know, well-kept trained rats. And But they'll put like. No, they put rabid rats on them <laughs> during the movie. But like, they want it to be realistic. There's one where, um, I, think it was, I think it was from Dark Moon Entertainment. Remember them? They were popular for like five minutes in the 90s. But, like, one was, like, the person's head was in a cage. So, they put 
what they did was they put peanut butter on her lower jaw underneath like right underneath her jaw and then they rested the thing there the the the, the cage mm-hmm. and so it looked like the rats were chewing her neck they weren't there just licking and nibbling on peanut butter <laughs> so when they did that like at the at the end of the, those type of movies they show like the behind the scenes with the bloopers and stuff and she's sitting there getting painted with it and she's mm-hmm. like when i'm gonna get tortured now and then like afterwards she was like it was really hard not to giggle <laughs> it, it kind of like made it cute mm-hmm. you know? well this wasn't cute no no so they'd tie the person down and then small cuts were made in the victim's abdomen and then one or more rats usually more than one would be trapped against the person's abdomen using an overturned bowl or pot. Hot coals were then placed on top of the bowl, which would then heat up the bowl. And in an effort to try to escape the heat, the rats, feeling the openings in the victim's flesh, would begin to burrow, tearing further and further into the victim's gut. This torture could go on for hours as the rats continued to claw their way inside gnawing on intestines and organs. Plus, there's also the psychological torture of knowing that some living creature has crawled inside of you, which is one of my worst... I'm getting goosebumps right now. So you don't like that whole uh, xenomorph... I don't want anything in me. Mm-mm. Well, let's not be... Come on. But... <laughs> Internally, like, not an orifice. So does a xenomorph frighten you? Like Because it, it bursts getting, out of your chest? That, or, yep. or getting worms... Or a parasite. Ew. No. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, I got goosebumps. Ick. I love breasts, but I don't want them in me. Ick. That's like the weirdest <laughs> sense I've ever heard you say. <laughs> I love rats, but I don't want them in me. Uh, yeah. Join the club. <laughs> hey, welcome to the human race. Nice to have you. <laughs> Almost every time rat torture was used, it resulted in the death of the person being tortured. It has a 100% success rate. of the time, works every time. (laughs) The rest of the time, they just fucking die from a heart attack. (laughs) And those are some of the most wicked methods and devices of torture in history. We hope you enjoyed this episode and hope that it didn't make your stomach churn too much. Well, no, you didn't bring up the pit of despair. Tell us about the pit of despair, Billy. uh, It, like, sucks your life force away, I think. Because that's realistic. The Princess Bride. Fucking... We're talking about real shit here. Oh, well, <gasps> Did you know they're thinking about rebooting that movie? No. Why would you do that? It is such a perfect movie. Okay. It's got everything in it. Uh-huh. And how are you going to... Andre the Giant's dead. Yeah. Fuck, man. Mm-hmm. And you know who's against it? Is that guy, Carrie... Elwes? Yeah. He's like, why would you Why would you trash perfection? And I'm like, you're fucking right, Carrie. Yeah, because he was lead role. Yeah, still. Even if they gave him the lead role in this one... You're not going to do better than The Princess Bride. I'm certain of it. T2. You never know. Although, if they do, if they redo it, you know what I think would be cool? Is if Fred Savage is reading to his kid. That would be pretty cool. Okay. (laughs) All right, guys. Look for us on social media and let us know what you think the worst form of punishment that we covered was. You know where to find us. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Martinis and the Macabre. And we also have a fan page on Facebook called Friends Who Like Martinis and the Macabre. You can also follow us on Twitter at martini underscore macabre and feel free to post whatever you like from funny to morbid. And please share. That's the easiest and totally free way to help us out just by spreading the word. 
If you want to go a step further, then please get on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, basically anywhere that you can leave a rating or a review, and we hope it will be a positive one. And don't forget, if you send us a snapshot of your review, we will send you a sticker. And if you've already left a review, but you haven't sent us a pic, you can still do that and get a sticker, even if the review is old. And if you want to go balls to the wall and financially support the show, which would be so much appreciated, you can make a one-time donation in the amount of your choosing via our PayPal link at the bottom of the homepage on our website, martinisandthemacabre.com. Or you can set up a pledge for monthly donations through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash martinisandthemacabre. And even a $1 pledge gets you access to our patron-only audio each month. And two a times this out, month. Yeah, two times this month. And a shout out on the show, and for just a few dollars more, you can get some exclusive goodies. Every dollar is hugely appreciated. You guys don't understand. It helps so much. And thank you to all past patrons, and especially our current patrons. And I just want to let you know that uh, due to how awesome our patrons are, you've helped with um, wind, windshield. Yeah, yeah. You, you, did, you helped greatly with our... <clears throat> Car debacle. <laughs> We're sorry your money had to go toward that. I didn't have to replace one window. I had to replace two. But we took up some measures, though. We have a motion-sensitive security uh, lights, and we have a camera outside, too. Yeah. Now we've got some serious home security going on, so bring it on, bitches. Yeah. Actually, don't. Just just stay away. Just don't do anything. I'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it. <laughs> it's all fun and games till like the security light comes on and the red light comes on on the camera and, and we get that and Billy charges out alert. in the middle of winter. <laughs> Billy charges out in the middle of winter with flip flops on and a pair of shorts holding a Glock. <laughs> <laughs> that would not be fun. It's a bad day all around. Yeah. All right, so thank you to all of our wonderful patrons. Kirsten our baller yo. Bender, Bonnie, Bridget, Caroline, Chelsea, Christina, Cooper, Corey, Donald, Dylan, Belfast, Grace, Harleen, Heather, Jennifer, Jolene, Kate, Kim, Christy, Kristen, Lady Danger, Marie Maxime, Molly, Monica, Sue, Vanessa, and Veronica. You awesome snuggle bunnies have our undying love. We love you. For any questions, comments, or topic suggestions, shoot us an email at martinisandthemacabre at gmail.com. Or you can use the contact page on the website. Also on the website, you can find a bio about us. Billy can burp for you. I had to go. (laughs) A complete episode catalog that you can binge. And all the music created by Minimus Noah that we use at the end of each episode. Keep listening because there will be a new one at the end of this episode. I listen to him every day at work because I work in a prison. We can't like have access to certain websites, but I can get on ours. And I can listen to his music. And I jam out every day. Mm, 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 mm. And any of you guys that do listen to our son's music, I am trying to get him to steer the direction of video games. I really think. Let, and let us know what you think. Because you can find him at the end of every episode. And um, Scores for video games? I think he could do scores for video yeah. games. Or movies. Either mm-hmm. one. I think he's amazing. Yeah. Like, I could hear... I could hear his music on The Last of Us. I could hear it on Resident Evil for sure. Um, I could hear it on a lot of stuff. Maybe even Death Stranding. I could... Mm-hmm. I could, I could He's, yeah, it's got that. It's got that. It's got that feel to it. He's he's definitely got a very mature ear mm-hmm. for someone his age. He's, he's kind of just. He's kind of an old soul all around. Yeah, you know, excellent kid. Yeah, love him so kid. much. Okay, guys, that about wraps it up. Once again, thanks so much for listening. Stay safe, Snuggle Bunnies, and we'll see you in two weeks on our anniversary episode. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.
Step, 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 step.
I don't want to hear like, oh, mommy, oh, mommy. I want to hear like, can you do that? That's exactly how a bull sounds. 